Welcome to Kickstart the Conversation, where we talk about all things entrepreneurship, marketing, and business growth. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Well, then you've come to the right place. Here on Kickstart the Conversation, we have real, honest conversations about what it takes to build a successful business in today's world. No fluff, no BS, just real talk about the challenges and opportunities that come with being an entrepreneur and growing your business. Whether you're just starting out or you're a seasoned business owner, we've got something for you. From expert interviews to actionable strategies you can implement immediately, we'll help you get clarity, build momentum, and achieve your goals. So sit back, relax, and get ready to kickstart the conversation with your host, the quiz queen, Catherine O'Leary. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Kickstart the Conversation. And I am here with Jill Hart, who is the coach's alchemist and as well as the host of You World Order Showcase podcast. I'm very happy to have Jill on. We were just talking about how cold we both are right now because it's freezing a bazillion as I've been complaining to everyone. But Jill is here to um, to talk to us about leveraging podcasts as well as a whole host of other things. So Jill, um, just tell us a little bit more about yourself and who you serve and how you do so. All right. Well, thank you so much, Catherine, for having me on your podcast as the quiz queen. And I love that title. <laughs> I think I told you that when you were on mine. I help life, health, and transformational coaches be the change they want to see in the world. I'm so inspired by what they're doing out there, and they all have something so unique to offer. It just, it makes me, it just lights me up to be able to help them get their message out, because I really think that what they're doing in the world is actually changing the world and the way that we interact in the world. And it's just kind of an amazing thing. I went from a point in my life where I just felt like the whole world was ending and there was nothing good. And, and then I started meeting health and life and transformational coaches. And it was just like, Oh, wow, maybe we will make it. And maybe (laughs) these people are like the reason that we're going to make it. So that's why I get so excited about it. And I like to tell them about podcasting and how to attract clients with podcasts, because it's a really powerful platform that if you don't, make the most of it. If you're believing the three myths that are really common out there, you're you're not likely to get very far as far as attracting clients with podcasts. And so so we'll get into the three myths in a second, but are you talking about podcasts like any kind, like whether you're guesting or hosting, or is it better to to do one or the other or like just go for it and do all of it? <laughs> Well, I would suggest that if you're not really familiar with it, that you learn how to be a good guest first, and then then you kind of have an idea of the the give and take of a podcast, and then become then start your own podcast. And honestly, I can help you do both. But <laughs> the three myths are mo- mostly around being a guest on podcasts. Perfect. I love it. Okay, so let's go through those a little bit. Okay. So the first one is that it doesn't matter which podcast you get on Mm. and that, you know, people love to be featured on podcasts, but they don't really give a lot of thought about who the people are that are listening to those podcasts. 
if there are even people listening to them, there are very few podcasts that actually get downloads and listens. And um, and so that kind of takes me into the next myth, which is it doesn't matter what you say on a podcast. And it does matter what you say on the podcast. Because <laughs> if you don't come with stories and an agenda, then one will be provided for you. <laughs> and it may not be the one you want to be living evergreen in the podcast verse. Exactly. Exactly. And they do live out there forever and people find them, you know, years and years later. I can remember my first podcast episode and I'll get back to the other one. It was, it was terrible. Oh, I know. It's still up. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. I hear you. <laughs> and, and, and so I know that we talked about the weather, for example, right now, probably that's not best practice to be, to be honest, because it is podcasting is meant to be evergreen you never know when this episode is going to be listened to it could be like the dog days of august or something like that so you do a just podcast guesting tip for those out there that i just broke which is try to stay away from dates um try to stay away from like actual like next month we're going to be in orlando for xyz if you can keep it as evergreen as possible that makes sure your content lives um you know in in this evergreen world I don't know about you, but I personally feel whenever you make content with another person, that content belongs to both of you. Yeah. And you can use the the video footage, chop it up, make shorts out of it. There's there's a software out there that I tell everybody about called Veed, V-E-E-D dot I-O. And it's not an affiliate link. I'm not affiliated with them in any way whatsoever. It's just that they're a super simple way to make shorts mm -hmm. without having to hire somebody to do it for you, even if you're not a techie person. And their their training is really short. <laughs> so just throw that out there for your audience. Perfect. That's leveraging, and leveraging technology. So leveraging technology. Yeah. And, you know, every time you can find some little hack out there that's working for you, share it with everybody. Exactly. For sure. Because it helps keep them in business for one thing. And yeah. if they're doing something right, you really want to boost those people up. So the third myth that people believe is that you're just going to get clients automatically by going on podcasts. And that's not true. And you can't depend on the podcast host to do all the marketing of the episode. It goes back to, you know, it's our content. I'm responsible for sharing and making shorts and getting some excitement going around this episode that's coming out. So it not only helps you get found, but it also helps the podcast that you're going on get found. And podcasts yeah. there's you know five million podcasts out there right now maybe 10 to twenty thousand of them get any kind of traction at all and you can go on podcasts that aren't that popular if you know how to market the podcast and you can mm -hmm. you're you're helping contribute back into what that podcast host is doing and they're their message, like, you know, your podcast is about leveraging technology, leveraging relationships, 
leveraging lead magnets, which is what quizzes are. And that's another thing that it's really important when you go on a podcast to have a next step you want the listeners to take. So for your listeners, <laughs> I would like to invite them to go and download the article that I wrote about the three myths keeping you from attracting clients with podcasts, where I go into great detail about what these are and what you can do and the steps you can take to keep from falling into that trap and what you should really believe instead. <laughs> and you can do that. Do you care if I give the link? No, 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 please. Okay. It's at podcastalchemyacademy.com. And then you have to put forward slash join, J-O-I-N in there. Otherwise, you're going to end up on my landing page where you can join the podcast Alchemy Academy, if you'd like. <laughs> Those are the, the main three things that people believe that really do keep them from finding clients or attracting clients with podcasts. And this is, again, this is, we're talking about podcast guesting. So when you yes. are on a show that you're a guest on, you want to make sure that you are aligned with the audience that they have, that you, you know, you have your agenda and your talking points that you want to talk to, like you did with your three myths, which is brilliant. And then you also want to have, lead them somewhere because they're not going to look you up, right? Like they're, they're they, you know, they're driving, they're, they're working out, they're like, you know, it's, it's audio. They're not necessarily sitting at their computer where they can type www dot whatever. So having a link that is easy to remember, that is, you know, something that they can kind of, oh yeah, the, like I'll catch that later, but leading them somewhere. Because what a lot of podcasts do, podcast guesting and hosts for that matter, is that they have these, you know, these fans out there that are just like kind of faceless, nameless, carpooling people or, you know, yeah. that you have no actual connection with that you can, you know, foster, hey, I've got an offer. Hey, I've got, you know, like you should listen to Jill. She's got this great new community going or this great new offer going. Like if I don't have you on my email list, I don't have a really firm way to connect with you mm -hmm. um, because, you know, and that's what you want. You want to turn your listeners into, you know, contacts that you can actually connect with, uh, you know, later on um, because that like they're listening to you. They, they, they want to, you know, connect with you. So that's what I see a lot of podcast guests do is that they say, oh, just go to my website. And it's like, oh, the website is not the place to go. And the reason why is that there are too many bells and whistles on your website. You can go to the about and the bio and the contact and the media and the, oh my gosh, whatever. The, me the website is great for information, but it's not great to collect information. Um, so you want landing, I believe, and Jill, you can, you know, we can talk about this, Yep. but I think you need a landing page that actually collects people's information so that you can then send them what they've asked for. So send them the, the three myths, as you said, and then they're on your, then it's up to you to nurture them from that point forward. If you, if you agree with that. I agree totally, Catherine. And the thing is that you want, there's four pillars in my mind, for attracting clients with podcasts. And the first pillar is that 
you need to set up certain things before you ever start applying for podcasts. And, and it's important that you have a lead magnet, which a quiz is great because what, what you're doing with the episode and with the lead magnet is that you're, you're tantalizing them with something. You're giving them a bit of information and you're wanting them to ask, okay, I need more information about that. So I'm going to take this next step. And a quiz is great because a quiz is like, hey, I wonder if I fall into that category or this category that they were talking about. I'll go over there and take it. And if you can have a short a short URL and, and mine is admittedly long and you've got to do something else at the end of it. So that's not the best, but if you keep a short URL and send people there and then they're, they're inspired to really do something, take the next step with you. And then, then they're in your sphere. You can develop a relationship with them. They're getting a little bit more information about who you are and what you're doing and how you can help them. And then you nurture them through your list and you nurture them in your group. If you can get them in your group and then you direct message them. I mean, these are people that are reaching out to you and they want to hear from you because they're listening to you. They're, Mm. they're consuming your content. How exciting would it be if you sent them a voice message? Hey, I noticed you were on my list. I noticed you signed up for the quiz. You want to chat about your results? Yeah. (laughs) Who's going to say no to that? And I think that we talked when I was on your your podcast earlier that, you know, we're coming into an age where customization and personalization is really important. Um, you know, kind of the cookie cutter, you know, dear first name, you know, um, you know, this idea of everyone gets the same message. I mean, that works for some things, but, you know, being able to really spice it up and to customize on segments within your list, that communication, that messaging, that's going to set you apart from from anyone else. So if you are able to do that through your quiz um, or, you know, at the back end through um, maybe it's not a lead generation quiz, maybe it's a quiz within your group after the fact, that's fine too. But really being able to customize and, and talk directly to your clients about, oh, when you came in, you were tech struggling. Um, how are you doing with that? Like, I mean, have you, yeah. have you overcome that hurdle? Cause maybe you need to be moved into like a different bucket, um, in a different segment. Cause you're, you know, you're good now. And now you're moving on to content creation or you're moving on to getting over perfectionism or you're moving on to, you know, uh, breaking that six figure mark or that seven figure mark, whatever, you know, whatever that is, you can actually keep the conversation going which is really important in the days, you know, in the days to come, I I think. It also helps deliverability rates when you segment your list, because you're sending information to people that really want the information instead of sending it just to everybody. And then you're only getting, you know, a few people opening your emails. That really impacts how many people see your emails in the place that you want to be seen, especially in Google because, you know, they stick you in the dreaded spam folder or promotions. And that's only going to get worse as, as yeah. well. uh, some, some changes that are coming, um, you know, making sure that your emails are getting to the people that you want them. They signed up, they're expecting to hear from you. They want to hear yeah. from you. So let's make it easy, right? <laughs> like let's make, and it, make easy. it easy and make it easy for them to unsubscribe. 
because you yes. don't want them yes. on your list if they're done listening to you. Please leave my list. I don't want you on there. A, it costs more money to have more people that aren't aren't your people on your list because you pay by most yeah. places. You pay by how many people you have on your list. And B, it's, you know, they're, they're the people that are going to say you're spam or whatever. I know people out there who have big, huge lists and they call their lists for every like 30 days. Some of them are even more harsh than that. If you haven't opened an email in 30 days, you're off the list. Because they, those are the people that aren't opening. So your open mm -hmm. rates go down, your click through mm -hmm. rate late rates go down. These are the things that Google does look at to see whether or not your email should go into spam. Right. Yeah. So um, I know we started talking about podcasting, we're into email deliverability now, but you know, like if you're running related. an online business, like this is all, you know, all important information because um, it's only going to get tighter with the email deliverability. So if people start actually reporting you as spam, you could get blocked. You could get shut down completely. You get blacklisted yeah. and that ruins your domain and it can ruin your IP address. And there's not a lot you can do about that. No. So you really want to, want to make sure deal. that, I mean, I always say like, I love when people fall off my quiz. Like if they don't complete the quiz, cause they're not my people. Like if you can't take 60 seconds to finish the quiz, you're probably not going to buy what I have to offer because it's going to be quiz based. So brilliant. Don't finish the quiz. Don't get on the list, right? Off yeah. you go. You're somebody else's best. Same thing for your email list. If you end up with a bunch of people on there that got on there for a gift giveaway or something along those lines, great to get them. But if they're not responding, they're not your folks. Like you're never going to get them to like, you don't want to be in a place where you're trying to convince Right. Yep. Cause that's not going to happen. So call them. Like I would rather have a small list of engaged people than a massive list of unengaged. And I'm getting, you know, 10% deliberate, like, you know, 10% engagement, but you know, the people opening. I mean, when I, when I cut my list and people that hadn't been involved with me or hadn't opened anything for, I think it was long. Like, I think it was like 30 uh, or sorry, three months. My um, open rate went from 25% to 50, right? Like that, like, you know, like I'm just, you just don't have the white noise in there. So it's really important to, to make sure that you are cleaning your list for sure. Yeah. And there are tools out there for that. Yeah. You know, it's not, and, and they're make, not super expensive. It depends on how big your list is too. Yeah. And to, and to your point, don't hide the unsubscribe in like teeny tiny gray font so that nobody can, can see it and can't unsubscribe. Big arrows. Big, Click here. Huge. If you're not interested, I don't want you. Exactly. I don't be even, afraid to tell people that. I don't know if you've done this before or not, but when I'm in the middle of a launch, like if I'm launching something myself, right at the very beginning in, in like a box, if you're not interested in this launch, like you're not opting out of the whole email list, you're just opting out of the launch emails, click here if you don't want to hear about this launch anymore. Because then they're not unsubscribing from your whole list. They just don't want to hear about this particular launch because they've already done the course or, you know, like it's not for them or whatever. That's fine. But then you can you save the integrity of your list. Yeah. Yeah. And and telling people what you're doing, having real conversations with yes. people instead of trying to think that you're developing this great sales letter that I've got to craft and 
can magically make them whip out their credit card and buy, buy, buy. Those days Those are days done. Are done. Yeah. <laughs> People I like want to have relationships. Yeah. One of the um one of the things my one of my coaches has always said is like sit down with every every email and think of it as like a love letter, right? Or every sales page that you write. Like, what's the love letter? Like, what are you what are you trying to convey here? in the most loving, genuine, like, you know, I hope that you get this kind of, of way. And that puts a different spin on it when you're thinking through it, I think. Yeah, I think it really does. And it it is, it, it's like having your best friend if or your kid, you know, this is the advice I give you from where, where I stand in life. Yeah. And, and that's the kind of vibe that you want to have leave people with, not the, I just want your money vibe. Because- People are feeling that now and they're they're like no. oh they're running away from that. They that's like blood in the water kind of thing. Like, no, don't want shark attack, don't want, you know, by now it's gonna go away in 12.2 seconds and it'll never come back until the next 12.2 seconds. Like, no. Yeah. Um, people are people are not that that's I mean, it just there's feels heavy handed. There's a difference between false scarcity which yes. is what that is, and real scarcity. I mean, if you only have three spots available or 10 spots available, or you only have X number of hours that you can devote to whatever it is that you're opening up, it's it's okay to say that, but you need to tell the truth. People want honesty in the world. Yeah. And honesty and integrity and kindness goes so far. So far. Yeah. Uh, we started with podcasts. So we ended with email, <laughs> email deliverability, which is great. I, I geek out on this stuff. So I love when, when the, like the conversation just goes like in a completely different way and we can geek out together. But back to your point about podcast guesting is really knowing your audience, make sure that the audience that you're talking to is right for you. So right fit mm -hmm. audience, making sure you have something to say that's going to, you know, tease them. Think about I, you know, I always try to think about it as a movie trailer, you know, like when, when the big box office movies come out, they, they spend a lot of money on those trailers to get you like, you know, get you hooked, you know, kind of think of it. What's your trailer? You know, what's, what's the content that's going to bring them in? Quiz can do that really well for you. And if you would like to see what quiz might be good for your business, just go to quizformybiz.com and you'll, uh, you'll take my quiz. And then obviously you know, you got to have a place for them to hit and land and be able to easily connect with you because they're not going to search for you, right? They're, you know, no matter who you are or how great you are, if you don't make it easy for people to find you, they're just going to move on to the next person. So don't be the best kept secret. Make sure that you're, you know, you're making it easy for people to to find you. Speaking of finding you, Jill, remind us how we can find the um, the uh, three myths and uh, and find you. You can find me and the three myths at podcastalchemyacademy.com. And you have to do the forward slash in there and join J-O-I-N. Perfect. Thank you so much again, uh, Jill. I appreciate your time. And I hope that everyone out there learned something new and different. I know I did. I didn't expect to be talking about what we did. And I'm excited that that happened. Uh, so thank you for playing, Jill, and everyone out there. Have a great rest of your day.
Well, that's it for today's episode of Kickstart the Conversation. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending your time with us. We hope you found our discussion about leads, lists, and leveraging relationships helpful. As we've learned, asking well-designed questions is the key to kickstarting conversations with your ideal clients, building authentic relationships, and ultimately driving more sales. So get out there and start asking those intentional questions. Your ideal clients are waiting for you. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. While you're at it, leave a rating and review and be sure to share it with your friends. We have lots of great conversations coming up every week that you won't want to miss. Until next time, keep asking great questions and kickstarting those conversations.